Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we definitely want to thank God for you. Amen. Being amen on the broadcast with us today. And so we definitely, amen, thank God for all of our listeners and subscribers uh, for joining us. And we want to give a shout out to all of you, amen, there on podbean.com on our Fidget TV network. We thank God for you. And so we want to, amen, go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer. Let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, as we come before your throne, Lord, as we come before thee, Lord, we want to thank you, oh God, for your blessing. Lord, we want to thank you, oh God, because you are God and besides thee, there is no other. For Lord, you are great, oh God. You do, oh God, miracles that's greater than we can comprehend. We want to thank you, Lord, for your divine authority. Oh, God, you, your power. You reign in heaven. Oh, God, above and earth below. Oh, God, we thank you for your majesty. We thank you, Lord, for your miraculous provision that you have bestowed upon the people of God. And, Father, as we touch and agree right now, as we give you thanks and give you praise just for who you are, because of who you are, God, we give you glory. And Lord, we praise thy holy name. Oh, God, great. Oh, God, is the Lord. And Lord, you're greatly to be praised. We thank you now, Lord, as we pray for thy people. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and ask and petition, Lord, you would touch, you would anoint those that are on the 50 TV broadcast and those in our country, Lord, in our world, those that are hurting, we pray that you would minister healing. Oh, God, send your spirit and comfort of love to those, oh, God, that are calling on you, God, those that are crying out for help. We pray, God, you would open up understanding, oh, God, that people might hear the voice of God in these last and evil days. We pray, God, you would save even now on this broadcast. Those that are not saved, we pray, God, you would honor their repentance and grant them, oh God, deliverance that they might be saved, Lord, that they might repent of their sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of their sins. And Lord, you promised to fill them with the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this broadcast. I ask you, oh God, would bless it. Help us to decrease that you might increase. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise. Bless our pastor and first lady. Look on the Pentecostal power church, Lord. Touch and minister, Lord. Oh, God, strengthen the saints. Keep their hearts encouraged. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, until we come together, Lord. And Lord, as we come together via social media, bring us together with one accord, that we would all be in one place with one accord. Touch us now, encourage us now. Take us through now. Word our mouth, oh, God. Oh, God, help us to speak the words, God, that would bring light and edify your people. Help us to decrease that your anointing might increase. And Lord, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory and the praise in Jesus name. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord.
Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, we definitely, amen, thank God, amen, for that prayer. Amen. We love the Lord on today. Amen. And forever. Amen. We praise his great name. Definitely we give honor to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to our honorable pastor in the person of Bishop Ellis E. Murchison, Sr. Uh, of the Pentecostal Power Church at 2331 West Center in the uh, great, beautiful city of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, we thank God for you. We honor our first lady, Lady Paulette Murchison. Hey, we give a shout out to the entire Pentecostal Power Church family. God bless you. We love all the saints. We love you, saints. Miss you. And uh, we uh, hope that you would join us here, that we can remain uh, in fellowship and be with one accord. Uh, and definitely we looking forward to our bishop being on uh, with us on this week. And so I'm not just saying it. I personally talk with him. And so he is going to be coming on. So we want you to stay tuned in because uh, we want to hear from a man. Amen. Our pastor, our pastor, Bishop Ellis Murchison. So we thank God, amen, uh, that he's doing well and the people of God are doing well. And our prayers are yet with you uh, in this uh, most difficult time that we in. Uh, my heart goes out to all the saints, uh, family that may have been touched by the pandemic. Uh, we're praying for you. Uh, know that Elder Newsom love you and that we're praying for you. And uh, we're serious about your salvation as well as our own. And so we want for you uh, what we will want for ourselves, And that's for your families, amen, to be healed and delivered and for everybody to be okay. And so we're going to yet be praying and petitioning Lord, and we're yet going to believe God uh, in the process. And so I just wanted to say that and let the saints know that we uh, definitely uh, love them. Amen. And, and we say that more than once so you can know for sure, amen, that we're not just uh, putting our words out there that are empty. Amen. But anything I can do to help the saints, amen, uh, I'm there for you and I'm there to help any way that I can uh, with the Lord's help, of course. Amen. We all need his help. And so with the Lord giving us strength, we we there for you. Um, we're there. Amen. If you need us. And so uh, let us get into this great subject on today. We do have a great subject matter today. Amen. Uh, just in light of what is uh, all happening and taking place so swiftly in our land and in our world today, um, we know we're fastly approaching the end times. And uh, we know time is winding up. And so with uh, the pandemic and with uh, the coronavirus and just different things that are happening, uh, we just need to uh, prepare ourselves, saints, uh, spiritually uh, to be ready uh, when the Lord shall return. And so we want to encourage you today, amen, from amen, the subject of uh, a time of restoration, amen, a time of restoration, amen. And the reason why I say that uh, before we get into the subject, I always like to introduce it. And so uh, just bear with me, you know, um, the reason why I say a time of restoration, the Lord dropped this in my spirit. And since the Lord had dropped it in my spirit, I thought it would be, uh, very, very expedient to share with the people of God, uh, in a time that we're in, uh, in this, uh, uh, particular, uh, point in our lives where, uh, 
we've never seen this before. Uh, I know people that's, uh, uh, you know, in their 70s and 80s uh, have shared with me that uh, this has never happened over 100 years. You know, I'm saying something of this scale. And so this is really huge. It's a huge event. And uh, we know the Spanish flu pandemic happened in 1917, uh, year of 1917, 1918. But now when you uh, look back at that, you know, that really affected the entire world. Praise the Lord. And so, uh, you know, it's, it, it kind of took a long, long, long time for everybody to um, uh, recover from that. And so when I say that, I, I say that with uh, a lot of reservation, uh, I heard and, you know, I wasn't alive then. I'm a young man. And so I'm just going on what my dad told me. Uh, he said he was a young man. He was uh, he was a child when the Spanish flu, uh, you know, he was after the Spanish flu flu because he was born in the 30s. And so uh, when he got to be a young man, they still haven't recovered from it. And that was like almost 30 years later. And I'm like, something that big uh, definitely um, should uh, get our attention. And that's, I guess that's what I'm saying in a time of restoration. Uh, it takes time for restoration uh, to take place. It does, you know, we can, uh, you know, my mama and daddy used to tell me, you know, you can take 30 years to gain something and build something and lose it in 30 seconds. And so, you know, I guess that's the point that I'm trying to make with our spiritual. I'm trying to tie this in spiritually uh, to the people of God. You know, uh, you can work your whole life to get to a certain level in a certain area and God can cause uh, that to be evaporated in a matter of moments. And I looked at Job's life, how different things kept, you know, happening back to back, you know, and, and the servant kept saying, I and only I is left alive to tell you this bad news. And so I'm trying to encourage the saints to let you know that if no, no good news come to you, here is the good news. You know, the good news is that the bad news is wrong. This is the good news. The good news is God says, you know, uh, those that are his, you know, he know those that are his. And so those that are his. You know, only thing we have to do is just make sure that we depart from iniquity. Amen. You know, because uh, the foundation of God stands stands assure. And he said, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his and let every man that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. And so even in these troubled times, we just got to make sure we're living right so we can reap the blessings of the Lord during a time that the land is being cursed. Praise the Lord. I just got to tell you, tell you the way it is. You know, uh, this this is an act of God. This is something that God is doing. And if you're not in God, you will understand. You will you will get, fall into panic, doubt and fear. This is the Lord's doing and it's marvelous in our eyes. And I'm not saying uh, the, the, the level and the scale of damage or hurt that's being done. But I'm saying in terms of God speaking, he's speaking to the entire world. Praise the Lord. And so we better know it. Um, make no mistake about it. We better know it that God is speaking to the world at large. 
And so we being the church, we're not ignorant concerning what God is doing. And so we just need to be encouraged, even though uh, things may happen. Some may, some of our loved ones may get caught up in this thing, but we have to know and we have to be honest and be grounded enough in God to tell our family and our loved ones. I had to tell my brother on, on the other day, my brother that's not saved, I had to tell him time is winding up. You need to get saved. Praise the Lord. And so I echo to the church in this time of restoration. Now we're getting ready to get into it now. Let's get into it. Let's get into the word of the Lord. Now into the church, it's a time for restoration. We have gotten complacent. We have gotten to a certain place where we have gotten comfortable as a church and as a people of God. And now it's time for us to wake up. Praise the Lord. We shouldn't have been sleeping in the first place. But uh, the scripture says, uh, I think over there in, uh, uh, I think it's over in Ephesians or Colossians, one of them, but I, I just, it's in my mind. So uh, just, just reference it if you would. He, he, you know, he says, awake, awake, thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead and Christ shall give thee light. And so we need to wake up because the light is on and it's burning bright. Uh, what God is showing us uh, right before our faces that he's soon to return. And so make no mistake about it. People been hearing us echo this in the church. We've been hearing our bishop. We've been hearing the pastors. I've been hearing bishops, uh, you know, over over 25 years. I've been hearing bishops tell me that the Lord is soon to return. Now it's on our doorstep. There's no question about it, my friend. Now it is at our doorstep. And so we need to be encouraged and know that it's a time for restoration. Uh, we're going to get into the Psalm 51 in a minute, but I want to go to Psalms 126, a time of restoration. We're going to talk about this today uh, because the people of God, we we definitely need restoration. Amen. Restore. You got to have something to have something restored. People that have, individuals that have never had nothing. If you never lost it, it can't be restored. Praise the Lord. And so a time of restoration. This is for those that are saved. This is for us that a man have a man uh, been born of the water and of the spirit. It's a time of restoration for the church and the people of God to just go ahead and get, uh, get ourselves in line with God's word. Praise the Lord. Let's go to Psalms 126. We're going to read the whole chapter of Psalms 126. It says, when the Lord turned again, the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then said they among the heathen, the Lord had done great things for them. Verse three, the Lord had done great things for us, whereof we are glad. We as a church, uh, some of us, and I'm saying before this took place, some of us, we came to church and we were uh, not glad. We were not, uh, I'm not saying everybody, but I'm saying some of us, we got complacent and had lost our joy and being discontented for, for, for so many different reasons, not to just be glad and thankful to God that he saved us. Number one, we should be thankful and rejoicing that the Lord had called us out of darkness into his marvelous light we should and still should remain joyful, have a 
joyful heart. I'm glad that I'm saved. I don't have, I don't live with regret because of, of what the world dictates and says that what causes joy. Joy is not an act of what happens. Joy is a result to ask to who I serve and who I belong to. Amen. I belong to the living God and so do you. And so you should be excited. You should have joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Verse number four, he says, turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south, as the water flow to the south. He said, turn, he said, turn their captivity. Praise the Lord. He said, O Lord, as the stream in the south, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Praise the Lord. You might feel, oh, glory be to God. We sometimes stress hit us. Sometimes things come in our path that we don't ask for. And sometimes uh, we had many nights we had to cry. But the Bible says here in Psalms uh, 126 and 5, they that sow in tears shall reap in joy. Praise the Lord. You, Hallelujah. Glory to God. He that goeth forth and weep, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. Praise the Lord. It says something about those that bear that precious seed. God has put his seed in us as believers. Amen. Praise the Lord. He has put his seed in us. And so we should have joy. God's capacity for restoring life is beyond our understanding. Praise the Lord. God do things that's beyond our understanding. That's why I say concerning this coronavirus epidemic, it's beyond some of our understanding. But we that are saved, we understand that the handwriting is on the wall. Praise the Lord. And the Lord is soon to come. Amen. We have to know, amen, that uh, grief is not a permanent condition. David said, uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So he says, anger endure for a moment in his favor's life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Praise the Lord. And so we need to be excited, my friend. We got to get out of here. I got about 10 more minutes because I know prayer starts at 1230. So we're going to try to get out of here uh, in time for those to get into that prayer. Uh, I think it's on Tuesday, though. Yeah. So I still can go to 1230. I'm sorry about that. But uh, we're getting our schedules together, too, saints, as a sidebar, as we get into get into verse number six of Psalm 126. Uh, it says here, he that goeth forth and weep, bearing precious seeds shall doubtless come again with rejoicing bringing his sheaves with him. Amen. Praise the Lord. And you know what? Uh, I, I interpret this sheaves things, amen, as being, amen, your works. Amen. When we leave this land, our works should follow us. Praise the Lord. Hey, we, you know, it's certain that we couldn't bring nothing in this world and we can't carry nothing out of this world, according to 1 Timothy chapter 6. We didn't bring nothing into this world. We can't take nothing out of this world. But when we leave this world, our works follow us because if the way that tree fall, that's how that tree going to lay. 
that that tree was a corrupt tree and it fell corrupt, it's going to get up corrupt. Praise the Lord. And it's going to be judged corrupt. But if that tree is righteous and that tree falls righteously, you're going to get up in righteousness. Praise the Lord, my friend. So be encouraged, amen. And know, amen, that God wants to restore his people. Let's go to Psalms, amen, 51, as we finalize this. In Psalms 51, we're going to go there. And let's, let's take the sidebar now before we go to Psalm 51. We want to thank God for Sister Marvella. want to thank God for, uh, I think, uh, Brother Luke is on, Motherella, and Sister Newson, and some others are on with us today. And so we want to give a shout out to you for listening in uh, to our broadcast today. We thank God for you. Uh, as we get ready to go to the second part of our uh, discussion here about a time of restoration, uh, I want to say this to the saints that uh, we're getting our schedule together. So bear with us. This is a, a fluid moving process with the social media. Um, we've gotten the video stream up and now we're still on Podbean. So we're going to be doing both. So we're going to get a new schedule out to you this week. If the Lord's will, uh, Evangelist Lee will be spearheading that uh, part of the project. She will be uh, getting the prayer line schedule um, set and adjusted so uh, they'll minimize any uh, frustration on our part. So uh, just bear with us. Uh, forgive me. I want to uh, definitely uh, uh, say to the saints, we apologize for any confusion with the scheduling of uh, the different services. We're just trying to fine tune it to make it more structured for you. And so we definitely uh, want you to bear with us and have a little patience with us and know that we're doing it in love and uh, it's a fluid situation. And we want to make sure that everyone um, that want access can have access. We don't want anyone uh, to be left out and not get the proper information. So we're trying to streamline the process. So uh, pray for us in the process, forgive us, okay? And we're gonna try to do our very best, our very, very best to provide you the best service and product that we can uh, until we can resume our normal worship and service at our church facility, okay? But while we're on social media, uh, you if you get missed, it's not an intentional thing. So just want to apologize for that. We're going to try to streamline it. And uh, if if you feel like you've been missed, uh, just check one of those platforms, either YouTube or uh, check on uh, the Podbean. So uh, any uh, audible information will be transformed or, or translated to you via these channels until we can get uh, 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 another medium up set for us, okay? That we can stay in touch. But in the meantime, these are gonna be uh, the channels that we're gonna be communicating and touching bases with, okay? At this particular point, for uh, our pastor, Bishop Murchison. So uh, there may be some other things coming. And so uh, we may have another prayer line coming, but uh, Bishop will uh, definitely let each and every one of us know and either evangelically or or myself or whomever Bishop Dean uh, to be the announcement person, they will be getting in touch with you if there's any, uh, you know, major changes so everybody can be in the loop. OK, and so we do apologize for that. Let us go to Psalms 51 real quick as we get ready to get out of here. Uh, just want you to stay tuned to us. OK, in Psalms 51, we're going to talk about a time of restoration. As I talk about the time of restoration, I'm going to elaborate on this real quick before I call the scripture of Psalm 51 verse one through seven, Psalms 51, verse one through seven. 
when I say a time of re uh, restoration, um, sometimes we get complacent. I had said earlier, we get complacent. Um, uh, you know, as a people, we can, anybody, it doesn't matter. Uh, we've all been there. You can get complacent in a certain area and then you need to change or God send something uh, to get us to kind of remind us, nudge us to let us see that we need to make uh, an adjustment. And so this is an adjustment period, even for the church with this pandemic, it's a realignment, a readjustment for us to really kind of get out of our old posture and know that, hey, it's time, you know, it's time to get closer to the Lord. It's time to get, uh, you know, closer in our relationship with one another because we don't know how much time we got left. I know we listen to the news. I know we listen to these scientists and stuff like that. Science is good. But I, I just believe the scripture. We should be as a church. We should be channeling into the voice of God, to the word of God. You know, that's where we get our that's where we get our um, uh, direction from. We get our direction from God. And so as God speak to the world, the world gets a, the world is getting the message. Don't get me wrong. But God is also giving a message to the church. And it's a time of restoration. It's a time for us to restore our relationship with the Lord. It's time for us to restore our relationship with one another. It's time for us to restore and renew ourselves in God. Because in these last sequence of events, uh, we got to make sure uh, that our lamps are trimmed and burning bright. We don't want to be like the uh, five wise and the five foolish. We don't want to take God for granted. We don't want to take one another for granted. We don't want to take this moment for granted. We want to tune in, hone in on what God is saying to the people of God. And he said, today, when you hear my voice, today, if you hear my voice, harden not your heart. And so here we are. David said here in Psalm 51, we know David had fell with Bathsheba. I'm referencing this in a time of restoration. David got complacent. David, instead of being, David was a man of war. He never was a person that stayed away from war. He was a man of war. He slew Goliath. He slew the lion. He slew the bear. He was just born for war. Praise the Lord. And, and God knew his heart was in the right place as a, as, a, as a person. And so God chose him and used his boldness for to slay Goliath when he, when he was getting him uh, in place for the kingship. He wasn't king yet, but God was setting up, setting him up for the throne. But in the process of God making David, David was a man of war. We know the story very well. David was on his balcony. Bathsheba was on the balcony. He walked out on his balcony, saw Bathsheba, and he was consumed with lust. And he had sent for her and laid with her and was caught in adultery with her. Praise the Lord. And now these things took place to, uh, 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 in David's life. David didn't intentionally fall, but because he had got complacent and didn't go to battle when he should have been in war, when he should have been with the brother in fighting, he lingered and he stayed back and something else got his attention. Praise the Lord. We too, as a people of God, uh, uh, if we be honest and be truthful, we had got complacent and, and some of our ways uh, had just got caught up 
and not was in focus with what God wanted us to do. Praise the Lord. And that's not a bad thing uh, to the point where uh, we don't wake up. You know, the bad thing is uh, to get a warning and not wake up from it, you know, or to have warning come and not wake up from it. The good thing is we got complacent. Now we recognize based on what transpired in our current world today with this pandemic, that it's a time for restoration. It's a time for me to get up and move because this might be my last warning. Praise the Lord. And so for David, for him, he was reminded to get out of that place he was in because David had Nathan. He had uh, the uh, Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, uh, had Uriah killed. And Nathan, the prophet, had to come to him and nudge him. God had to give send the word to the prophet to go to him and say a parable to him to get him out of his complacency. Praise the Lord. I know we don't see it in the light that I'm seeing it in, but God never lets us get uh, uh, overtaken without warning us first. Warning always go it before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Praise the Lord. And so I want to encourage you today to let you know that David, after he had failed, he realized that his restoration could not come from the prophet. It couldn't come from no other resources that he had, even him being king. After the prophet came to him and told him the parable about somebody taking uh, one man had plenty of little lambs and it was one man that had one new lamb and the man that had plenty of lambs went and took the man that had one new lamb, you lamb and killed him. <laughs> And, and he put the parable to him. So, and I'm just paraphrasing, you know, what should be done about this, David? And David said he should be judged or killed. He should be dealt with. Right. And so when Nathan says you are the man, it cut David to his heart. Praise the Lord. We as a people of God, this time of restoration, we should be cut to our heart. Our hearts should be bleeding. Some of us, if not all of us. Our hearts should be bleeding toward God right now saying, Lord, have mercy on me because you've given me another chance. Praise the Lord. God is giving us another chance. Praise the Lord. I'm encouraged today. I, I, this is not a this is not a, a, a doom and gloom. This is not a, a discouraging message. This is an encouraging message today. He says here. David, please for mercy and forgiveness. There is no restoration and no cleansing if there is no repentance. Praise the Lord. And so this is a time of repentance uh, for, for, uh, for all of us. Praise the Lord. For everyone. It's a time of repentance for our world. If there's something in our lives that has gotten between us and God, we got the time today to make it right. Repent for it. Make it right today. Praise the Lord. Because this pandemic, it may be over tomorrow. I ain't going to say tomorrow, but I'm just saying it could be over in a couple of weeks or this can go to the end of the age. We don't know how this is going to go. You can listen to the scientists if you want to, but if we look at God's divine judgment, 
Only God can end this. Praise the Lord. And so we being in the Lord's care, we know who's in control. Praise the Lord. David being in God's care, him being king, he know he was king, but he still was under God's divine order. Praise the Lord. And so being under God's divine order, no one is outside of God's divine order, not even the president of the United States. Praise the Lord. As powerful as he is, we're all under the divine judgment of God. And none of us can escape from God. Praise the Lord. And so as I put this together, a time for restoration, it's a time for us to say, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Praise the Lord. Repentance. Praise the Lord. He says, wash me thoroughly, Lord. Huh? Glory to God. Wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Verse number two. We're going to stop at verse seven. We're going to pick it up tomorrow. We're going to pick up the rest of it tomorrow, but I got to read to verse seven. He says, for I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. If we are to get help, the first thing one must do to get help is they must acknowledge that they need help. Praise the Lord. And so we must acknowledge that we have sinned against God, first and foremost. And we need to repent of that sin. Praise the Lord. And people can say, oh, well, we the church, we say what we need to repent for. We still need to repent. Praise the Lord. Because God has given us the commission to go out and win souls. And some of us, we have dragged our feet, if the truth be told. And so here it is. We got another time to, to make it right, to be redeemed and to be restored and have another. We have one more final chance to go out and do what God commissioned us to do. And don't worry about who's looking and worrying about the time because it, because it is high time. Praise the Lord. And knowing the time, now that it is high time for us to awake out of sleep. Praise the Lord. It's a time of restoration, my friend. Praise the Lord. And so you be encouraged today as we go to verse seven. We, we're going to read on to down to verse seven, but we're going to have to revisit this tomorrow. Um, we may have to take it a little farther. We just see how far the Lord leads with this. This is not a series yet, but depending on how the Lord directs, we're just going to go in the flow of the Holy Ghost today. And maybe tomorrow we'll see what the Lord holds if the Lord's will. But let's go to verse four. He says, against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Praise the Lord. He says, behold, he acknowledges his weakness. Verse five, I, you know, we all have weaknesses, y'all. And, so, you know, you don't have to tell nobody what your weakness is, but let's just get down to business because we all being saints, being human, uh, being a man shaped in iniquity and in sin that our mother conceived us. We still have weaknesses, even though we are saved, 
right? Praise the Lord. We still have weaknesses. And so David acknowledges this to the Lord. You can try to pretend to everybody else that you're strong. You can try to act like to everybody else that you're untouchable. But God know that our life is like a vapor. We're frail. Praise the Lord. And all is vanity. But he says, behold, I was shaping in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. Praise the Lord. He realized that he was in the flesh. Praise the Lord. And if you walk in the flesh, you will not please God at no time. Praise the Lord, my friend. Put no confidence in your flesh. He says, behold, thou desirest the truth in the inward parts. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom in this pandemic. Isn't it wise to ask God to restore you now? Isn't it wise to repent now? Isn't it wise to bow now? Or you going to bow later? <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, every knee going to bow and every tongue going to confess. So you can bow now or you can bow later, but you going to bow. Praise the Lord. Every knee going to bow and every tongue going to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. As I go to verse seven, we're going to finalize this. We got to go. We got to go, my friend. But we hope we said something to encourage you today. Praise the Lord. And we want to thank God for all of you. Uh, we see uh, somebody else on. Uh, S-I-L-M, brother S-I-L-M is on. Oh, we got quite a few on with us today. We want to thank God for you joining us. As we finalize this uh, particular topic today, a time of restoration, Lord, restore the joy. We're going to get to that tomorrow. Lord, restore the joy. Praise the Lord. Oh, I, I feel it. And I feel that in my spirit. I feel the Holy Ghost moving. Lord, restore the joy. Because there was a time that I seen the joy in the church, the joy we once had. Uh, a few. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Some of us have gotten complacent and that joy had kind of diminished. But I'm saying, Lord, restore the joy that the church once had. Praise the Lord. And uh, Sister uh, Evangel Smith used to sing, I never lost my praise. Praise the Lord. Trials, tests come, trouble come, and things happen, saints. But now we can say it's a time of restoration and Lord restore the joy. Praise the Lord. Verse number seven, he says, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. He said, purge me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Hyssop was a branch that was used by the Israelites. They use it to place the blood of the lamb on the doorpost and the lentil when the uh, mass exodus took place in Numbers uh, chapter 14. This is, this is in Exodus 12, actually. You know, in that mass exodus, Exodus 12 and 22, they took the lentil and they took the blood and they took the hyssop, which is a, a branch, a tree, a branch from a hyssop tree. It was used by the Israelites to put the blood of the lamb on the doorpost of their homes 
to keep them safe from the death angel. Praise the Lord. Now we have the blood of Christ on our lives. When you get baptized in water in Jesus' name, you going down in water. That water is his blood. That blood is applied to you when you go down in that water, in that liquid grave. You know, repentance is symbolic to death. Water is symbolic to the burial. And the Holy Ghost is symbolic to the resurrection. Praise the Lord. And so don't get it, you know, don't get it twisted, my friend. You need to be baptized. If you ain't been baptized, you need to get baptized. Because what's coming up on this land, you're going to need the blood applied. Praise the Lord. So I want to make sure I make that clear. As we get ready to get out of here, I hope I've said something uh, to encourage you. I uh, hope I've said something to uh, spark you on today and uh, edify you through the word of the Lord. Please join us here tomorrow. We'll be here, if the Lord's will, at 12 p.m. Uh, we'll be cutting off a little early because of the prayer coming at 12.30. So we'll be here, Lord's will, tomorrow sharp at 12 p.m. if the Lord's will. And we'll be going to about 12.25 so you can get on that prayer conference line. So I can try to get on there as well. Uh, and so if you have problems getting on the prayer line, just dial, just keep trying to get in. Uh, because uh, sometimes at the straight 12 hour sometimes they have a lot of transition going on with the system and so uh we just hope that you can get in that prayer channel uh on the phone and uh be uh connected with us in prayer on tomorrow at 12 30 p.m if the lord's will and so uh if any changes come just keep watch keep uh taking a look at your phone via text or uh social media platform we'll make sure uh that someone reach out to you and inform you of any of the latest updates. Okay. And so we thank God for you. May God bless you. Um, we definitely want to um, say this. Uh, thank each and every one of uh, you for joining us on today. Uh, we want to thank you for being a part of the podbean.com uh, Fidget TV Network. You can reach us on Spotify, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Amen. And we're also on podbean.com. And we're also on YouTube. Search for Fidget TV, F-I-G-I-T-V. And we're there. And if the Lord's will, we look to see you there. Please be there with us to receive, amen, the enlightenment of the word and the enrichment of the word of the Lord. And so we thank God for you. May God bless you. May God keep you until next time. And so as we sign off, we want to say thank God to you, all of you sweet saints. We love you and we're praying for you in Jesus name.